Welcome to another edition of the 30 to 1 MLB Countdown Previews 2023 version. Brought to you by the Passball Show and JohnPLA.com. We've spoken about a handful of teams in Major League Baseball. Something we've done every year since 2012. This is the first video version. And for those of you who don't know how I put things together, I look at the Vegas over-unders each year. And then I come up with my own projected win total. A little bit more, a little bit less based off of what the bets are in at Vegas. And then I rank the teams based off of the most wins I predicted to the least amount of wins predicted. And I do a team preview in an inverse order of where I have the team ranked. Starting with 30, the 30th team is the team I think will have the worst record. And the number one team will be the team that I, I think has the best record. Today I'm going to be talking about the Seattle Mariners, what stands out about them. 1977 expansion team up until last year had only made the playoffs in seasons that Lou Pinella was the manager. So the long list of Seattle Mariners Mar managers that have managed postseason games for them is Lou Pinella and Scott Service. They finished 90 and 72 last year. Um, a very up and coming season. A lot of things worked very well for them. It looks like they're kind of coming into their own. They had a relatively busy offseason, like you would expect any team run by Jerry Depoto. That's why they call him Trader Jerry. Um, they lost Adam Frazier, traded Jesse Winker, lost Mitch Hanniger as a free agent. Uh, Carlos Santana left to sign with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Abraham Toro was part of the deal that set Jesse Winker to the Milwaukee Brewers. They brought in Colton Wong in that same trade. Signed A.J. Pollock, made a trade for Teoscar Hernandez from the Toronto Blue Jays, and signed free agent infielder Tommy LaStella. Now, for the team that is looking for their first appearance in a World Series, the only one of the 30 MLB teams that has not made it to the World Series, uh, you got to be pretty excited. They have one of the best players in all Major League Baseball in Julio Rodriguez. He is that exciting to watch. I think he's going to take this game by storm. I think he is the, the best and most promising talent that the Seattle Mariners have seen since the likes of, I don't know, Alex Rodriguez, maybe since the likes of Ken Griffey Jr. This guy this guy's going to be around for a long time, and he is going to be the face of the Seattle Mariners franchise. Now, from an offensive standpoint, they're led by their first baseman, Ty France, who probably bats leadoff for them. I'd bat Julio Rodriguez second, but whatever. You know, I ain't the manager. Teoscar Hernandez, third. Eugenio Suarez, who's been there the last couple seasons as the third baseman. Cleanup. Uh, J.P. Crawford. You can bat him third. You can bat him fourth. You can bat him fifth. Playing shortstop. Followed by Kyle Raleigh, who broke out with 27 home runs last year as the catcher. Jared Kelenic, uh, a little maybe left field. Jared, uh, A.J. Pollock. How about a little bit of DH? He comes over as a free agent as well. And you look at their bench, uh, Dylan Moore, Taylor Trammell. Sam Haggerty was a very underrated player, I thought, for them. Kind of broke out as really a super utility player, can play anywhere. Really fits well with any team, but is a very has a very good spot on this Mariner team. Um, Taylor Trammell, like I said, Tom Murphy will probably be the backup catcher. You got a couple guys in on minor league invitees, Mike Ford, who may be able to give you a little, of, little bit of a le left-handed pop at designated hitter. Cole Calhoun, 
who was with the Diamondbacks most recently, has had 20 home run seasons before. Maybe he could part of the mix, be part of the mix. And Kane Wong, the brother of Colton Wong, is in on a minor league deal as well. You got the two brothers playing there. When it comes to pitching, listen, the Mariners probably have one of the best five man pitching staffs in baseball. You know, let alone just the uh, American League West. Obviously, a busy American League West because you got the likes of the Houston rotation, the Rangers rotation, but Luis Castillo and Robert Robbie Ray. Uh, as much as they are the co-aces of this staff, you know, Cy Young Award winner from Ray a couple of years ago, Castillo when he's at his best is as good as any pitcher in baseball. Logan Gilbert and George Kirby, the two guys that they developed within their own system may have a chance to overtake both of them. I mean, imagine having all four of them in the same rotation, clicking on all cylinders. I think that's you know spells a lot of trouble for the opposition. And then you got the veteran, Marco Gonzalez, really one of the guys that they extended early on in his career. And he's kind of that fifth starter that is anything but a fifth starter. If you think of the Mariners' bullpen, they're going to be led by Andres Munoz this year. He really should take over as their closer. Paul Seawald, who had 20 saves last year, I think is more of a 7th, 8th inning guy. You got um, Chris Flexen, who was a starter last year, moves to the bullpen. I wonder how it's going to work out. I think this is you're looking at a guy that, um, if you think of his ab- ability to throw in it, high velocity, shorter pitches, I think it's, or less pitches over the course of a, uh, you know, maxing it out, I think he could set set up to be a pretty good middle reliever. Now, Penn Murphy pitched pretty well last year. Diego Castillo comes over, uh, came over a couple of years ago from Tampa Bay. So they do have some depth there. I think one of the more intriguing things when it comes to the Mariners is Matt Brash, who certainly could fit as a starting pitcher. I don't know if you necessarily have room for him right away, but perhaps he could get a spot in the bullpen. He's another one of the their prospect, their pitching prospects that they think very highly of. Um, Matt Festa pitched pretty well for them last year at mo- at times. Corey Sadler missed all of last year, pitched to a sub one ERA in 2021. So they do have a lot of depth. I think from a overall roster construction standpoint, I think they're in very good shape. Yeah, you know, if you look at their top prospects, they don't really. I, I don't think they they have a ton that they could expect from their guys this year. Though Bryce Miller is their number two overall prospect, twenty twenty one, fourth round draft pick, hundred sixty three Ks and just under one hundred thirty four innings last year. He could be major league ready this year. Harry Ford is a catcher, DH, twenty twenty one, first round draft pick, number twelve overall. He. It could be the catcher of the future, even though Raleigh certainly is going to get a good opportunity to play there. Um, Emerson Hancock is their number four overall prospect. 2021 first round draft pick, number six overall. He's slowly moving through the minor leagues. And as I look at the Mariners, listen, I'm, I'm very optimistic about them. I think this is a very good chance for them to compete. If Houston slips a little bit, they'll be right up their ass. If Texas doesn't do how a lot of people expect them to with the likes of Jacob DeGrom and the extra pitching that they added there. The Mariners are going to be all over it. This is going to be a team, I, I could see them getting off to a really good start and maybe the first half of the year have one of the best records in baseball. When it comes down to it, you know, I don't see them that far off from where they were last year. 
Uh, if you followed my picks and how I feel about the total amount of wins per team, I think that's all going to be down. So the Mariners, who won 90 games last year, I can see them winning 86 and still get in the playoffs. You know, winning one of the wild card spots, finishing 86 and 76. I got them third place in their division because I'm believing a little bit more in Texas than some other people. And the Astros are defending champions. I, I have a hard time dethroning them from a position where they really dominated baseball over the course of the 2022 season. But I look at the Mariners, there's no question about it. They should be postseason bound for the second year in a row. And there's a ton to be excited about. I think of Julio Rodriguez. He could, you know, if let's say he makes a run for the MVP, maybe puts the team on his back. You got J.P. Crawford there. You got Jared Kelenic, you know, the guy they brought over from the Mets in the Edwin Diaz trade. You know, if, if these guys start to bring their game up to the next level, the Mariners are going to have a high-power offense. I, I promise you that barring injury, their pitching is going to be fine. This looks like a good team. Like I said, I look forward to seeing some postseason baseball in 2023 for the second consecutive season for the Seattle Mariners. Um, if you're interested in any more of the 2023 30-1 MLB Countdown previews, you could check them out, whether it's Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, videos on YouTube. The past ball shows been around since 2012. Um, you could check that out same way. God bless you. And as always, I'll see you on the other side.